Welcome to the five. Fantasy five. Bob Tap! Bob Tap! Bob Tap! It's the five. Fantasy five. Five. Fantasy five. 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 Ready, set, go. Fantasy freaks and geeks, what's up? James Coe here with you. We welcome you into the Fantasy Five, all the fantasy advice you need in just about five minutes. This show brought to you by MonkeyKnifeFight.com. MonkeyKnifeFight.com is giving you free money, man. Five bucks just for signing up. And if you use my promo code CO, spelled K-O-H, you'll have your first deposit matched instantly up to 50 bucks. If you use that promo code, you're helping the show, you're helping me. I would consider it a personal favor. It'd be great. Hey, listen, it's a fun and easy game to play. It's just stuff like, hey, how many points is LeBron James going to score? How many assists is Russell Westbrook? Well, they got knocked out of the playoffs, but how many assists is LeBron James going to have? It's a very fun and easy way to play. And, of course, they've got all their football over-unders up and running as well. State and age restrictions apply. See site for full terms and restrictions. All right, let's go. Man, we are just one weekend and we're already got a number of potential significant moves to make off of the waiver wire. I'm going to go in order of most valuable uh, to least valuable, at least for me, okay? And I'm going to start with the obvious. If Naheem Hines is available on the waiver wire, he should be your number one priority add. Just 20% roster right now. Not only does Rivers love the running back check down, but Frank Reich and staff there with the Colts, man, they were giving Hines goal line looks. So yeah, lock him up if you can. At wide receiver, Robbie Anderson, 31% rostered, is looking like a player that is absolutely worth an add. He played 81.5% of the team's offensive snaps. That's the second most receiver snaps only to DJ Moore. So yeah, outsnap Curtis Samuel as well. Plus, Anderson does have a history with head coach Matt Rule, who was his college head coach at Temple. DJ Moore saw nine targets. Anderson and Curtis Samuel saw eight targets each. And given how fast Rule and offensive coordinator Joe Brady want to play, and also given how bad I think their defense is going to be this year, I do think the volume will hold up. I do see Robbie Anderson as a potential flex play each and every week in 12-team or deeper leagues. All right, Malcolm Brown, 27% rostered. He looked like the best back in a Rams uniform on Sunday night, better than rookie Cam Akers. I'll tell you what, if you whiff on Hines, to me he's my clear-cut number two running back uh, add off of the waiver wire Look, it's not always going to be two touchdown good, but Sean McVay has made it very clear, okay? He's going to run a rotation there at running back. And I'm telling you, man, people, they're sleeping on this Rams offense. I think they're going to be much better than they were last year. They're going to be a lot better than people think, and I think that's why Brown, to me, will have standalone value in 12-team or deeper leagues, even if even in a timeshare. Look, I have been talking about Joshua Kelly for weeks now, okay? It's no news to you. Just 13% rostered, though, right now, although I know we're going to see that number skyrocket. It was clear as day to me that Kelly was more effective than Justin Jackson. And, man, I tell you what, he added some juice to that running game as well. We're going to see if Anthony Lint agrees, because keep in mind, Kelly only played on 24% of the Chargers' offensive snaps. That's not enough. Now, he did outsnap Justin Jackson, who played 14% of the snaps, but... We'd like to see that snap percentage get up to about 40% before confidently saying to start him in your flex. But absolutely worth an ad. Got to go add 
Joshua Kelly, no doubt about it. The ankle injury for James Conner does not sound severe, but man, Benny Snell. My boy Benny Snell looked really good. 19 carries, 113 yards, good for a 5.9 yards per carry average. Snell is only 16% rostered right now. Obviously, that's going to move up. Uh, But he does carry, man, some tremendous upside. Mike Tomlin, long history of leaning on a workhorse back. I mean, we saw that there in week number one on Monday night. If Snell somehow, someway can take that job, I would say watch out. Now, I, I know that's a low probability, but it can happen, okay? Now, that being said, because of that workhorse mentality for Mike Tomlin, that's exactly why Snell could end up being a one-week rental. I wouldn't spend a super high priority. I wouldn't use a lot of my waiver wire budget on Snell, but, man, he looked really good, and I do think he is worth, a, uh, worth an ad. If you need a deep sleeper at tight end, I don't hate Logan Thomas. Just 2% rostered. He actually led Washington in targets with 8 in week number 1. Now look, I wouldn't use my waiver priority on him. I wouldn't burn it on on Logan Thomas. But he is one of those guys. He's one of those stay up till midnight like a freaking degenerate and add off the free agent pool kind of guy. He's a good athlete. I think they may use him. I think Dwayne Haskins may lean on him. They don't have too many other receivers, uh, again, other than you know Terry McLaurin. So I think he'll get some volume there. So, again, don't burn a high waiver priority pick on him. But, uh, man, I, I would add him off the free agent pool. All right, let's play a little game of buy or sell. We're going to talk a tree of receivers who saw pretty good volume there in week number one. We'll start with Falcons' Russell Gage. 12 targets, 9 catches, 114 yards. Man, I'm selling the volume here, okay? It seems very much like an outlier game for him in what was a crazy shootout. I think Hayden Hurst gets a little bit more involved. I think the other receivers on that roster get involved as well. No other receiver other than Julio, Calvin Ridley, and Gage even saw a single target. That cannot possibly hold up, okay? I'm also not buying Marquez Valdez-Scantling's big game. Half of his yardage and his score came from that 45-yard touchdown catch. I just don't see that repeating itself, at least not on a predictable basis. The Vikings secondary, too, man. Oh, my goodness. They're bad. Extremely green. And, again, just damn near impossible to predict when MVS is going to go off or when he'll bust it. But you know what? I am buying the Scotty Miller usage there in Tampa Bay. Just 6% rostered. Little 5'9 slot receiver. Saw 6 targets, 5 catches, 73 yards. With all the defensive attention go to Mike Evans and Godwin, I think Brady will continue to feed Miller out uh, in the slot with those little layup throws. I think he's a low-end flex play in 12-team or deeper leagues if you're desperate for it. And I think he's going to be a year-long thorn in the side for Godwin and Evans managers. All right, that's it for me. I'm going to be posting some prop bets I like throughout the week, so please be sure to follow me on Instagram, on Twitter, at James D. Co. We'll see you.